Welcome to Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarno, a weekly podcast from Relevant Church in Daytona Beach, Florida. We pray this message helps you connect to God as you find your place, reveal your purpose, and unlock your potential. Let's head live to Pastor Chris for today's powerful message. The other week, um, a couple of weeks ago, we had a financial um, business summit. It was more a business summit than a financial summit. And I started talking about breaking the spirit of mammon. And um, I couldn't shake it because it was, I preached at the business fellowship. And then I felt like, man, this is some really good stuff. I really should carry it over into a Sunday. And I probably will. But I, I want you to understand what Jesus was talking about with this. And I want to look at the word of God and get this understanding. Um, Let's look at um let's look at Matthew six twenty-three. Matthew six twenty-three. Okay? Now you're gonna see this. We're talking about breaking the spirit of mammon. I, I don't know if anybody's ever heard this. But if if you watch the the business summit, you got a little touch of this, but you have to break this spirit in the earth, running rampant. I I want you to know, I just seen um um I seen a a, a, a true see the whole world is 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 bowing its knee to the spirit of mammon. I just seen this thing we were talking about it um this whole agenda like you're seeing all this this stuff happening in America. And you're looking at companies making decisions and it seems ludicrous, right? You're like, why in the heaven would you go and talk about this? Like, there are certain things I don't talk about. It's not because I'm, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to re- offend somebody, okay? So I, I try not to be offensive. I'm probably a little bit more offensive than most. But it's not by choice. Like, you know, one time somebody said, well, you know, what, what is your political stance? And I said, I, I just vote the Bible. That's very vague because I'm not stupid. I know I have people that are independent. I know I have people that vote, you know, right. I know people that vote left. I know people that vote up. I know people that vote down. All I tell you is what the Bible says. You make your own decision. Well, Pastor Chris, you should make a stance. I did. I told you to vote the Bible. See, people want to pigeonhole you so they could go off their rail with their little bandwagon. You know what I mean? And, uh, I'm real quick about the true move of God because I've been very, very, I'm very, very spiritually connected, but I'm not ignorant of the fact that I have all systems of belief within the church. I got no problem with it. So why I said that was this, like, why don't you blast like, you know, these companies going off their way with agenda and all this stuff. Because you got to realize something. That's the spirit of mammon, man. You think I'm kidding? All that stuff's about money. Because if those companies, some of them do not follow this agenda, they're not going to get funded. I'm telling you, man, there's stuff that goes on. Everything is moving in the earth because of money. You could think not. You think, you think these companies care about you? Please, stop being so naive. 
You think, you think they care about their, well, you know, we're your, we're your bank and we care about you. You don't care about me. You care about my money, man. Well, we're your, we're, and that's the problem with church. Church became like a money thing. Not here, but, oh yeah, that's why the guy don't want to ruffle your feathers because your money goes with your feathers. You know? Oh, we're your financial institution and we care about you. We care about the people. You don't care about the people. You care about money. You care about the last quarterly. You care about your last stock assessment. You care. That's what you care about. Come on, man, stop. That's all that world is. The church is different. It should be different because we care. We should care about, we care about, I care about people. See, now, some of you say, Pastor Chris, well, you know, see, people, you can't master money that you can walk away from it. And most people can't. They're greedy. So you got to lose that spirit, okay? Look at 23. But if thine eye be evil, the whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness... How great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Now, that word's a little tricky, that mammon word. Okay, so basically, it's it's treasure, it's money, riches. So now, here's what I want you to see: what what, what in the heaven is Mammon though? Okay, what is the spirit of Mammon? The Babylonians worship the god of Mammon. He was the source of wealth and happiness. So really, what you're doing by serving mammon is this. You're looking away from God to be the source of your wealth and the source of your happiness and looking to something else to be that, that, to be that source. So if God is not your source of your wealth and God is not the source of your happiness and you start looking to money and stuff, as the source of your wealth and happiness, the spirit of mammon's got you. It's not being against money, it's being against the spirit of money. What happens is when mammon creeps in, it dominates your thinking, your values, and it dominates your actions, okay? God is not against the money, but he is against the spirit of the money of wanting riches that is dominating your thinking. That's all you think about. Values, trading in your values for money and what you do, your actions. Now, believe me, God wants you to have money, and money is not a problem. But he doesn't want you to be dominated and controlled by it. 
A lot of times when people just want to get rich, they fall into the trap and they get jacked up. 1 Timothy 6, 6 through 10. Y'all know this. You, you probably read it. If you didn't, you need to read it. Oh, you got it? Yep. But godliness with contentment is great gain. That's what he said. He said, you should be content no matter where you're at. Godliness, I'm not content. I got to have a bigger house, a better car, all this other jazz. Stop it, man. We brought nothing into this world, and it is certain we can carry nothing out. Having food and remnant, let us be therefore content. But they that be, we be, will be rich shall fall into temptation and a snare, and in many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. Here we go, ready? Everybody knows this one. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which will come, which while some converted after, they have erred from the faith and pierced themselves through many sorrows. Now, 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 go slow with that. What is he saying? Now, now, this is what I want to tell you, right? Because I like that scripture, but you need to see this. In 1 Corinthians, I'm sorry, 1 Timothy 6.10, look at it, what it says in the Passion, because it reads real smooth. You could even read 9. 9 is good too. Sorry. Ready? But those who crave the wealth of this world slip into spiritual snares. You see what I'm saying? Now, this is what it is. God goes, hey, now what? God is not contradicting himself, or is he creating a double standard? He said, I will give you all the wealth you can ask for, so much so the windows of heaven will not contain it. It's going to blow out. You have to get an addition on the house. I'm going to bless you, okay? But those that crave wealth with the world slipping in spiritual snares. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this and make this money. Oh, I'm going to get that person. They become trapped by troubles that come through their foolish and harmful desires, driven by greed and drowning in their own sinful pleasure. They take others down with them in their corruption and eventual destruction. See it? He's saying getting it the wrong way. We get it through seed time and harvest. We work seed time and harvest. Blessing in the Lord. These guys down here stepping on one another, backstabbing, fighting, loving money. Look at this. Is the first step towards all kinds of trouble. Some people run after it so much, they give up their faith. Craving more money pushes them away from the faith in the error, compounding misery in their lives. That's pretty bold, ain't it? So he's saying, look, are you seeking God or are you seeking money? And, you know, I used to have people, Pastor Chris, I don't, I, 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 I've, I've seen this a little bit more than normal. Listen, I don't even mind. Like, I know some people, you get stuck in a spot, you got to work, 
You know, sometimes I've even had people that I had to work on weekends, and I understood, you know, uh, one time we had, like, the law enforcement, you know, normal stuff. You got to work on a weekend. I get it, man. Somebody got to be out there protecting and serving. I wasn't hard on people. Maybe you got a job, or you got to come to early service and dip, and you got to get out, and you just hustling. Look, man, I got no problem, but are you disciplined to listen to the word during the week? Did you forget the God that got you the job? Did you forget the God that got you the bonus? And I'm telling you, mammon is an Aramaic word which means riches. But it, it came from the God of riches. That's the devil, man. The spirit of mammon. Because he got a thought. See, he's manipulating the earth. All these people corrupt. They're all out for the buck. Now, I'm not saying everybody out there has a motive and agenda with that. But you know what I'm saying? Like, all that world rotates around money. Jesus isn't mad about money. Why did he tell us to go prosper? Why did he tell you to be rich? Why did he tell you he made you rich? But he don't want you getting it the wrong way. And money is the bottom rung of your life. You should not get up every day and go, I got to make money. I got to make money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 money. Come on. I don't believe Jesus is in that mess. Right? The God of mammon is the Antichrist. Money isn't a problem. And, and I'm going to say something. Loving money gets a little messed up. You must respect money. Because whatever you don't respect, respect, you will not attract. But you cannot be bought by it and love it so much you'll sell your soul for it. Now, here's where people get consumed with this mess. They are consumed with money. They're never satisfied with life. Now, I'm going to show you something here. True story, all right? Okay. I'm out there. I'm lost, okay? And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be so clear as day is long, you're going to get it. So I'm, I'm a kid, and I'm... And by me, no means have I figured this out. But I was 21, okay? And everybody's like, all my friends are getting ready to go to school. They're going to go to college. And just I'm, hear me, okay? College is great. Uh, educational institutions are phenomenal. Uh, do whatever you got to do. Uh, it's, it's fantastic, all right? So I'm coming up. And I got my buddies that look at me like, what are you going to do? I was like, man, I, I'm not going to school. Nothing wrong with school. If you, if you have something you really, you know, you want to be a doctor, a lawyer, you know, an account, something that you got to go to school. I'm sitting in there, man, guidance counselor, looking at me like, yo, Mr. Sarno, what are you doing? I'm like, listen, dude, I am not cut out to sit in that room and go do that school. You can forget, I'll be staring out the window. So we look at it. I'm thinking trade school. Something like that, I can get out, I want to get going. All right, I go through the deal, I get done, I got buddies. I'm out, right? I got this job, it's okay. And I'm going, man, I have this desire inside of me to be, to be, to be successful, okay? Start the business, not to say it was great. And I'm on, I'm on the rail, bro. Like, I am pushing with everything I got. My buddies are like, oh, you ain't going to do this. I said, dude. I'm, I made 
more money than all you jokers in three months than you dudes made all year. I'm fast-tracking success. But here's the thing, right? I'm not saved. So now I'm thinking as much as I can stack it, I'm finding my security. So I'm meeting people, right? I'm doing business with this guy. And I'm like, man, these dudes are balling, some of them, right? You know, I mean, you name it, they got it. You know what I mean? I'm going, man, success, right? And I sat with a guy, and I never forgot this story. He said, I made half a million bucks. And I said, Dan, that's, that's great. You know what I'm talking? This is the 90, 92. I got saved in 94. 92? 1992? You know what I mean? What's that? Like a million and a half, two million bucks now? I don't know. You know, due to, due to, due to inflation, right? So, and I said, yeah, that's great, bro. He goes, yeah. He goes, he, he first starts out the story. He goes, hey, did, did I ever tell you how I got federally, federally indicted? I said, this should be a good story. Right? I go, no, you left that part out. He goes, I made a half a million bucks and it wasn't enough. I felt like I kept looking over my shoulder saying, I got to have more. Made a million, made a million and a half, made two million. And then I started doing illegal things because I couldn't make money fast enough. And I got myself in trouble. I went to jail. I rehabilitated my life. He said it was the best thing for me because in prison I found God and I changed my life forever. I'm saying, okay, this was after I was saved. Because what happened was, when you're lost, money is your source of comfort and security. Because you think, if I got money, I got security. If I got, if I got money, I got, I'm okay. I don't have to trust the future or somebody with my future, I could trust it in myself. I built my own silo, and I'm trusting in myself. See, this is money comes out of trust. Because what happens is money, not only, it's, a, it's the most masterful manipulator that people have ever used. Families are manipulating one another with it. Business partners are ruining relationships through it. it it's a controlling power, okay? And it's demonic. If you're not careful, the spirit of money. Now, the blessing of money, you don't care. Okay, it's two different worlds. But when I got saved, I said, holy smoke, that's what I was thinking. If I got the money stacked up, now I got security. Now, now I've, got, I've got, I can trust the future. Because I'm thinking, what am I going to do in my life? Listen, man, everybody out there grinding is thinking the same thing. They're thinking, if I got the money, I've got the security. And I got, I got saved. I was like, oh my God, it was like a weight lifted off my shoulders. I was like, no, man. God is my source. I trust God in my future. I cannot trust my own effort. Watch this. It is being, I had the spirit of mammon, man. It was controlling my life. When I was lost, I was consumed with money. Absolutely. Every day I got up, I had to make some. That's what I cared about. I got to be successful. I got to make money. I ain't making enough money. I got to make more money. I made money. I made this money. Uh, the guy said, I made a half a million bucks. It wasn't enough. I got to make more. 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 Got to make... Something's driving you. Yeah, it's greed. I was, a, I was a generous person. It was not greed. I, I was generous. I, 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 thought, I think I was thoughtful. I wasn't just hoarding it up for myself. I, I would go out. 
you go out with me, man. I was like, I'm taking care of it. I, I wasn't cheap. But guess what? I was consumed with it. Never satisfied with life. Does that sound familiar? I got to have this. I got to have that. I got to have a bigger house. Because if you know, you got that kind of house. You didn't make it. That ain't making it. That ain't making it. You, know, you got to have, have a house like this. You made it. If you got a house like that, you didn't make it. That's the spirit of mammon, man. You can live in a tent for crying out loud. Worrying about the future. What am I going to do, man? I, I was like, bro, this is how it started. What am I going to do in my life? I don't got no education like that. I don't got no PhD in this. I got to hustle. I got to grind. I got to, you know what? Fear drove me to be successful. Fear of failure. You don't think there's people talk, watching right now, this is your life? Constantly looking for another angle to make a buck. Nothing wrong with making money, but if you're selling your soul to make money, you're in trouble. It starts taking you away from what's best in your life in serving God. Now, lost people don't have no knowledge of this. But saved people better realize, I don't work to live, I work to give. See, this is the thing. People don't understand this kind of talk. And you think like, oh, you know, telling you, man, Ephesians 4.27. Look at this. Right? Look what it says here. Don't you give no place. Oh, you can put it in the King James, but let's read it there. It says what? Don't give the slanderous accuser, the devil, an opportunity to manipulate you. Right? Ain't that good? Look at 428. Put it in the King James because I like it. It just reads. I should have told you that. But it, it, it reads just, man, it's like a slap in the head. It says, don't steal. Let him that steal, steal no more. But rather let him work. Labor with his hands. The thing which is good. Everybody say work is good. That he may have to give to him that needeth. So I don't work to live, I work to give. People don't get that, man. They think, well, you knew. It knew. Knew. I, 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 I don't know if that's true. It's true. If the Holy Spirit rests upon you, you'll be a gift. Your view of money changes completely, automatically. That's the I was lost. Once it hit me, I said, oh, I got it, man. It was like a weight lifting off my back. I said, oh, I, ain't, I ain't stacking it up. I'm trusting God. That's why God got on him with the manna. He said, you ain't taking yesterday's manna into today. You got to trust me for provision for today. You can't unleavened bread, man. It was maggot. A bunch of maggots had turned into they, they tried to hoard it. Well, how we know he's going to send it out the sky tomorrow? Let me get mine today. 
That's exactly what was taking place. They thought if they hoarded the manna, they could have some for tomorrow. Because maybe it ain't going to fall out of the sky. Man, the minute you start rolling with this with Jesus, like, bro, you're going to bring it today. Fresh provision. Fresh manna. Listen, if the Spirit of God rests on you, your view of money is a whole new world. I'm a giver. You ain't going to be stingy. You'll naturally respond in certain situations and opportunities. You don't get angry. When talk, people talk about giving, you get excited. This is what God's saying. Either I'm your focus or money's your focus. You can't have two. So I'm going to tell you what, everybody in this room on Sunday, you either serving God or money. Ain't that, that's crazy. He said you can't have two masters, you're either serving one or the other. Well, Pastor Chris, you know, I, I, I'm not serving money, you know. I, I love God. Yeah, you probably love God, but you got to ask yourself the question, are you serving money more than you think? Is God your focus or is money your focus? Is your need to have money more your focus than God's presence? You're going to use God to get your financial needs met? You're going to trust God to meet your financial need? You're going to trust God to take care of you? Mammon is an independence away from God and his system. That's what it's saying. Bump all that giving bit. Why do you think the devil gets mad as a hornet when I preach about giving? Because he don't want you dependent upon God. Because that is how he uses mental slavery to take your mind off of God and put it on the world. He did it with Egypt, man. Pharaoh, they want, let me tell you what happened, man. The devil used the force of work to destroy mankind's attention off of God from the beginning of time. It happened with Pharaoh in the beginning. Let me show you. Moses is trying to deliver the people. Now the, now the Hebrew slaves, they were slaves. That's what they were. They, they had to produce brick and mortar to build. They get a bright idea in the word. We want to serve God. Oh, Pharaoh's like, oh, you got time to serve God? Oh, you guys all got a time to serve God. You ain't that preoccupied? Pharaoh produces an ordinance that now you have to go get your own supplies to make the mortar. Now they got double the work. You ain't got no time to think about God. You ain't got no time to think about fulfilling your assignment. You got you to focus on putting bread on the table. You got three jobs. Still can't pay the bills. Now look, I am not opposing the work, and I ain't got no problem with working hard. But man, my work ain't my source. The moment you break away from the lordship of Jesus Christ, you become satanically controlled by another system called mammon. So you ain't getting away from God and winning. You getting away from God, you losing. And I'm going to show you right here now. 
the book of Revelations explains this best. There is a satanically controlled economic system. It's called the New World Order. The book of Revelations explains it. One common currency. It's coming, man. You're talking about it on the news, bro. And if you do not use this currency, you will be ostracized because it is demonic in its attempt to control mankind. Revelations 13 says you will be persecuted and persecuted because you will not submit to the system of the world. From the controlling of riches, you will not submit to the spirit of mammon, which is trying to control the whole world. And this system will try to destroy everything that God set up. So you don't think there's, and I'm done. You don't think, that, I'm going to talk more about this. I might even bring this up for a little bit. I should do a series about this for the church because you better get ready for this stuff. Make God your source now because you might need manna to fall out the sky in six years. I don't know, but I know I better have faith for it. Let me just show you this and leave this alone. And I don't know, I'm no eschatology expert and I'm no end days, end times kind of person, but let's just talk for a minute, okay? If the Bible is true, which we know it is, the Bible talks about a one-world currency. That one-world currency is actually maybe the mark that he talked about. You will be rejected if you do not come under the authority of this, of this mindset of the earth, and you will be an outcast, even though you're in the earth. I don't know, pre-trip, post, I don't want to get in all of it. I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know that stuff. Go study somebody that's good at this. This is what I know. So let me ask a question. If there's a one-world currency... That's going to be the manipulating factor of mankind walking away from God. Don't you think it's the spirit of mammon that's working over time right now? You just don't see it? It's a spirit. Why would the world want to combine itself together with one currency? Because if you do not come under the authority of that currency, you're going to be ostracized, and then you don't have money to purchase stuff. What are you going to do, starve and die? That is exactly what it wants you to do. Com com listen to me. It wants you to compromise your belief system and come under its authority and control. It's been trying to do it from the beginning of time. And the church is standing here with the blessing, and then you want to go preach finances and money. That's why I'm bringing Dr. John and Dr. Rob to have a financial summit in here. We better learn some stuff about money and finance and increase, because this is what's coming, man. And this joker is going to try to push you under their thumb to say, if you don't play by our rules, you can't play in the game. It's a spirit, man. And the faster you start breaking the spirit of mammon, the faster you're going to have victory. I promise you that's the truth. Come on, let me pray for you. Father, I thank you that we are breaking the spirit of mammon. We are taking, we are taking um, supernatural, spiritual authority over the spirit of mammon. We're walking into breakthrough. We're walking into revelation. We're walking in supernatural access. We thank you, Father, that you meet all of our needs. You supply all of our provision. You help us in everything we do. And you answer every single prayer we have to go forward in our life to take control over the spirit of mammon. And we rest in the blessing. And we serve Jesus. And he blesses us. And we live by seed time and harvest, not any other system. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, don't forget. 
couple announcements coming up. We're talking about the picnic this Sunday. Can you believe it, man? We're in July. And July 12th, 13, 14, we are getting ready for Elevate. Come on, we take your life to a whole other level. Make plans, take time off, move your schedule, get ready now. Don't wait until the last minute, be in the building. It's gonna be supernatural. Here's some announcements. I love you and I'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Relevant Live with Pastor Chris Sarnum. If you are interested in learning more about Relevant Church, you can visit us at relevantfl.org. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel to hear more messages like this one every single week. Thanks for listening.